You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into a cold Thursday. What's today? What is today? Uh, Wednesday? What's today? Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday. I can't, I'm so messed up on my days. Uh, I got to do some Christmas shopping, but I got two games still. I got the game tonight and then one tomorrow, and they're like two and a half hours away. We're spending the night, and I don't know what I'm going to do my Christmas shopping, but uh, anyway, I got to do it at some point. 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you'd like to get in on the show with us this morning. Uh, the X accounts at Locker Room 109, Ed Barry Sanderson, Ed Wimp Sanderson 1. The email address for the show is wimpandberry at yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone and you can take us with you anywhere you go. It's that time of year again. The honeydew list is growing and the projects are adding up. The time is right to build that new fence deck pergola you've been dreaming about. There's no better product to build it with than Yellowwood brand. Pressure treated pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection against rot, fungal decay, and termite attacks. So it's no wonder if you want to build, you want to last forever. Then head on down to that local dealer. And always remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Uh, that I tried. I, I stayed up for most stayed of up the, the whole time. Oh, my goodness. How? I did. How? 1230. That's impressive. 12, I couldn't. Uh, I fell asleep during the first half. Kept waking up, watching a little no, bit. and then I watched it all. Anyway, every, I, every, every tittle. All right, we're good. Good morning. How are you? Oh, doing okay. Alabama gets beat in a closer game than the score indicates, 87-74. Uh, just a few comments about that. Connecticut got beat. North Carolina won. Uh, Duke won, beat, um, uh, won, won their game against Baylor. Um, uh, Creighton lost again. Anyway, Alabama, um, you have to remember that a, in my estimation, a foul is a defensive mistake most of the time. There are times that you commit fouls on the board that you may not say that, but uh, a foul is a defensive mistake. I thought... Uh, uh, Alabama was uh, outscored 12, 12 points inside and uh, 12 points outside. They didn't shoot it very well, even though they weren't contested that well at times. Um, I, a little bit. I don't, I don't think they believe in bad threes, but there were some threes that were a little bit, maybe a little bit questionable. Uh, turned out they had a lot of turnovers, 18. I thought uh, I thought Arizona tried to tried to play in too big of a hurry. It passed the basketball very well early in the game. The game was a close game, uh, as I said. And um, um, Nelson didn't have a great game. I think he's, I think yeah. Last time I looked last night, he's five or nineteen or something. And so uh, Walter shot fairly well, but uh, a good win for for Arizona to come back and, and they had not lost two games in a row since uh, Lloyd had been there. And our Alabama just struggled in that game. If you wanna, if you saw the whole game, and well, I'm not gonna spend the whole time talking about that game. But um, if you have any comments about it, all Alabama was out rebounded by ten. Uh, they're big and strong and pretty physical inside. 
Uh, and so 18, I think had 18 turnovers to Arizona had 14. And so they kind of ran away with it in the last three or four minutes of the game and made it fairly close uh, to start with. Um, so we can talk about that if you wish. I know that on your minds there, there's uh, there's certainly um, uh, the signing date yesterday. Georgia and Alabama had good signing dates. Nebraska did. Ohio State did. Uh, Florida, UCLA, they claim that, you know, the, the signing situation is you won't know for four years. You want to look now and see if they're four stars and five stars went to your school. Um, and they and they did. And Alabama and Georgia did a great job getting players. And uh, I'm not going to go over everything, everything that happened. Michigan got a notice of allegations uh, uh, against them. Uh, that, that's brought out uh, yesterday in print. And so NCAA is looking into that. Um, Elijah Pritchett, who I think we mentioned, was going to leave. Alabama was arrested on a transmitting a sex disease uh, uh, around, and uh, he was out on bail. And so I don't know what the situation is, so I assume that he was going to leave and found out he was going to be um, arrested and went ahead and decided to stay at Alabama. I don't know the really exact thing about that, but uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Auburn got some good players. Uh, Clay Chalkville had a big signing date. I know that. Um, so I, I don't know. You you have you may have a bunch of questions, or you may have a bunch of answers. If you do, then I'm happy to give you you know the the answers to whatever you want to know about the ball game. Alabama, both teams played hard. Alabama played harder than they've been playing. I thought and uh, played with a lot of zip, and and so did Arizona. Um, it was just you know as I said. It was just one of those games where they got on the boards better. They did everything, everything a little bit better, and um, um, they they just um, shot. And the Alabama um, took forty threes, made yeah, eight. Yeah, uh, yeah well, they, they outfield goal. They outfield goal there by twelve points. They, they lose twelve points inside, and they lose twelve points on the outside, which is twenty four points that they lose. Uh, that Arizona got more than they did both inside and outside. So not a great night for Alabama. They come back and play back in Birmingham, I think, on the 30th. Yeah, I I was surprised. I was talking with someone last night that husband works with them. And um, they played Creighton on Saturday. Well, they stayed out. They never came back. That's what I thought. Yeah, so... uh, that's a long time to be laying around the hotels and practicing yeah. and not being back at your home. So they uh, they stayed out there. And um, but Grant Nelson took fifteen threes. Uh, uh, if you're going to take fifteen threes, you can't be three for fifty. I don't know. He needs to be taking fifteen threes. Well, uh, he's five for nineteen. I look at my stats now. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to the Yellowwood Hotline. Get Pat in. Good morning, Pat. Hey, Pat. Hey, good morning, guys. Remember, tell us something. Uh, can you put a fork in Alabama done as far as the tournament goes? Oh, no. You do not. All that is is trying to get you ready, make your team better for the – when they get ready, when they go up to Vanderbilt to play the opening the SEC tournament, the tournament, pardon me, round robin, whatever it is, they'll be winning. They'll win. They'll, they're going to win in the conference. They'll be in the top – they'll be in the top four, five, six in the league. Yeah, they're six and five now, Pat. They'll win their next two non-conference games. They'll be eight and five ahead of them. But these losses, none of these losses that they have hurt them. Now, they wanted to have a quality win, uh, so they don't have that on their resume. But they'll pick up some 
Uh, they got the Oregon win. They'll pick up some during the conference season. And I think just the strength of schedule alone, as long as they can stay, you know, three games above 500 or whatever, which they will do, they'll, they'll get the tournament. Yeah, I was real, real big on this team at the beginning. I mean, that was one night I went and watched them. It looked like they were throwing the ball in the ocean. And, well, they, they, they turn it over some, and, and uh, you got to give Arizona some credit. Now, Arizona gets after them pretty good and hits the boards good on both ends, out-rebounds them 10. But, uh, and, and, and Alabama did throw the basketball away a lot more. They have, they have not done that prior to this game. They've been much better with their turnovers than, than they did in this particular game, but they did turn it over a, a lot in the end, and Sears didn't have the kind of night. They got after him and, and played him the way I think you have to play him. You, you, did, you defend him when he doesn't have the ball and try to keep the ball off of him. I thought they did a good job there. The, uh, I, I never have noticed this. The coach for Arizona says that Alabama – uh, and this will mean more to dad than it does you, Pat. But they send all five guys to the offensive glass. Yeah. Uh, most of the time, you send your point guard, your two guard yeah. back. They send all five. So he's yeah. like, they're going to send all five. And they hurt us early rebounding the ball. But eventually, those balls are going to kick long, and yeah. you're going to be able to get in transition against yeah. them. Uh, you're exactly right, Barry. I think Alabama does. If I have a, I'm not getting on here as the former coach and coaching anybody's team, but. Uh, they don't do a really good job of getting back offense to defense. They just don't, and that's one of the reasons that when they when they crash the boards that way on the offensive end, they're too slow getting back defensively, and cheap baskets will kill you. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, fellas, y'all have a blast. No, 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 Pat. Before you leave, because yep. I don't know much about football recruiting. Did we get Did we get the class? You, you're happy with? Are you happy with the class? Yeah, but I want to put frosting on it too, <laughs> man. Uh, we did, we did, hey, listen to me now. I'm that we did not get a big our receivers are six footish, five eleven, that kind of deal uh, that we currently have. Uh, I want a big wide receiver, and I want to put the frosting on the class with Fleming, the number one wide receiver that's in the portal out of Ohio State. All right, and Nick does that. I uh, I want to. I'm gonna send you some lunch money. <laughs> so you just need to get a big receiver, and you'll be happy. So they can go to the portal, yeah. f- find the biggest, best receiver they got, and, th- and you'll be okay with it. Well, where he said he was a former number one uh, player in the country. All right, uh, he's in, that's in the portal now. I mean, this goes to show these kids that. Uh, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Look at how many receivers and things we've lost out of uh, top recruiting classes in the last couple of, uh, you know, uh, the last few cycles. Right. You back and, hey, they gone, man. Yeah, well, I want to make sure you were happy. So you're happy, I'm happy. Oh, yeah, it, was, it was a fabulous class, a great, great job by the coaches. All right. I mean, uh, it's good. Uh, Nick Saban's still the number one closer in America. Yeah. Be sure you evaluate him correctly. Be ashamed, be ashamed he's leaving that team for somebody else to coach. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Pat. That was, that was a joke. That was a joke. Royal Cleaners, uh, pick up and delivery. They're going to make life easy for you. 205-391-0034. They'll come to you, get all the cleaning, get it cleaned up, deliver a bike back. If you want to drop off, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, North Porter, 4851 Rice Mine Road. Give them a call today, 205-391-0034. That's the Tide 100.9 SC home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. 
from the towns of Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks. We don't see any delays on the roadways as we start our Thursday morning. If you do see conditions throughout the day that folks need to hear about, please give me a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end clearance is on now at Towns and Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss the deals. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Thursday morning. TPD has arrested an Alabama football player. Redshirt freshman offensive lineman Elijah Pritchett was charged with knowingly passing on a sexually transmitted disease. He was released from Tuscaloosa County Jail on a $500 bond on the misdemeanor charge. A report was filed against the 19-year-old last week. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage throughout the day. It's absolutely free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Hops. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Sky partly to mostly sunny today. Tuscaloosa's high 57. Tonight, mostly fair. Not as cold as recent nights. The low at 36. Or tomorrow and Saturday, partially sunny both days. The high tomorrow is 60. The high Saturday at 66. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 28 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Where the season never ends. This is your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. I always remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer closest to you. All right, to the Yellowwood Hotline, get Philip in. Good morning, Philip. Hey, Philip. Hey, good morning, y'all. Uh, another thing, too, last night, Pringle and Waggy, that's the third straight game where they both found out. Yeah, well, they they uh, they're overly aggressive sometimes, and don't they, you have to use your head some, Philip, in in uh, in in committing fouls. A fouls a defensive mistake, and some of theirs were not rebound mistakes; they were just absolutely defensive mistakes where they weren't in position. And you know they're young and trying to correct that. But no, Augie's not young. He played it. He played at West Virginia, but uh, Pringle is, and uh, Pringle doesn't understand any foul that's called against him, but. Uh, well, Pringle, that's not either. He's a JUCO killer. He's a senior. So, yeah. So, but uh, you're right. There are a lot of fouls called, but most of the fouls there were were pretty much a knockdown drag out. You know, uh, they're very strong inside as well. Uh, Arizona is, and it was uh, one of those games where, um, you know, we didn't we didn't guard the perimeter real well late. And here's the problem, and it, I didn't want to say it because I'm very careful what I say. Alabama does not do a great job getting back defensively. And when they when they don't, Philip, they're late. And when they're late, but they're behind the ball. And the ball gets ahead of them, and the foul occurs. Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, Barry, what, uh, you know, I think Grant Nelson is, I think he can do some terrific things with the basketball from an offensive standpoint. You know, inside the lane and and right around the, you know, right around that area. You know, eight eight feet out, so to speak. But you know, maybe he's just not a good three point shooter. 
I think he is. I think he's a good three-point shooter. Uh, well, he's three for 15. I'm trying to pull up his well, stats for, night, for the year. Know. He's uh, for the year. Grant Nelson is shooting uh, 25% from three. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, 14 yeah. for 56 from three. So uh, that's not great. Uh, now, they watch him in practice. You know, those guys. They think he is. They think he can shoot him. And, they, and I heard Nate Oates talking last night. Uh, said we got to fill him full of confidence. They're going to pump him full of confidence. But. I, I hate to read that. Yeah, a guy like that needs to get the ball in the basket. I heard uh, Joe Corona, one of our great friends, was complaining on X that their big guy didn't have any fouls. Well, if you never take the ball in the lane and never throw it in the post-up guy, that guy's not going to foul. No, <laughs> so, he's not. So, yeah, but the, yeah. Alabama plays outside in, uh, Philip. I don't know how much you, you realize that, but they oh, yeah. back, back in my day, not – not, I'm not comparing what we did, but we had post people that played. We you know we kind of played inside out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know, I know what you're saying. I know, I know. I get that, and I, I tell you another thing too. I'm, I'm looking at the schedule going forward after these next two games, and I know Coach Sampson, you're you're fairly optimistic on the I am. on the SEC slate when it, the way it starts. But I am. I'm totally opposite. I mean, yeah. they. I think right now. South Carolina would beat them. I think Mississippi State's going to beat them in Starkville. Missouri will probably beat them. Tech, Tennessee's going to beat them in Knoxville. Auburn's going to trounce them. Good <laughs> fellow. Well, I think I think oh, they're oh, going oh, to lose hey. some games, but everybody in the league is going to lose some games, Philip. And, and I'll tell you one thing. One thing on the plus side for you is that when you get down to where you're trying to decide as a committee whether a team goes to the NCAA tournament or not. Alabama gets the nod there because of the toughness of the schedule, even though they didn't win. They're going mm-hmm. they, they're going to they're struggle at Mississippi State. They'll probably beat State. Uh, South Carolina's not going to beat them, I can tell you that right now, but uh, Auburn probably well, will. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I hope not. I mean, I, I just look at that schedule. And- yeah, they're going to beat Vanderbilt at Vanderbilt. Yeah. South Carolina, they – uh, that game's at home. They're not going to yeah. lose South Carolina at South, home. South Carolina can't beat. No, they're not. Now, Mississippi right. State, I'm not marking that down as a W as easy as that is. That's going to be no, I'm not. I might mark it down easy, but I, I want Philip to feel like it. They, that they Vanderbilt and South Carolina are going to be two wins to start the season. If, yeah. if not, if, you, if it's not, you call and get on to me. Yeah, that's going to be two days. <laughs> how, how about go, go on down there, Barry? Go on down right, the well, next They're going to beat Vanderbilt. Uh, then they got uh, at Mississippi State. We talked about that. That's kind of a 50. You got Missouri at home. They'll beat them. Uh, they'll lose at Tennessee. Uh, then you got Auburn here and LSU here. Obviously, they're going to beat LSU. I think they beat Auburn at home. Uh, they got a Georgia. Uh, which Georgia's? A decent team. That'll be a tough game. Mississippi State at home at Auburn uh, at LSU. I think, like Dad's right. Those LSU's not very good. You got to sweep those guys. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, they got to take it one game at a time. I wouldn't. I wouldn't panic just yet if I'm an Alabama fan. I mean, as I was telling my son this morning driving in. There's probably not three teams in the country that could win one of those last three games that they just played. So well, uh, that was a difficult game. Florida, Florida is one of their one of their games, one of their teams that they played twice this year. And if ever yeah. was a chance to go to Florida and win, it, be, it would be this year. I'm not saying they will, but there's a good chance. Yeah. Hey, this 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 Elijah Pritchett of of all the cotton picking ways to get arrested, <laughs> that takes a kick. Yeah. He must have realized he was going to get in trouble. He said, I'm going to go to the portal. He probably said, well, yep. it don't matter where you go. They're going to arrest you regardless. Yep. So you can go wherever you want, but you're going to have to come back. So 
I mean, I'm hmm. guessing on that. There's Thank a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that goes on that we don't know about, and yeah. that's one of them. <laughs> yeah, <no doubt. laughs> hey, you got that right. Pardon the pun. And probably don't want to know. Thank you, Philip. Thanks, See y'all. All right, back down to the Yellowwood Hotline. Get Bryce in. Good morning, Bryce. Morning. Well, gentlemen, I saw a tired mental and physical basketball team last night. I didn't know if y'all thought that or not. No, I didn't think so. I thought they played hard. Intimidated. I know they looked intimidated to me. I've never seen Sears play that scared like that. They didn't. They didn't to me. They played hard. I thought they didn't play very well. Oh, they did play hard. But uh, I didn't think they played as good as they needed to play. They turned the ball over about as far as being intimidated. I don't think. I really don't think they were intimidated that much, really. Barry May. No, I don't think they're intimidated. They're playing a good team. They're playing a good team who's coming off a loss. Uh, These good teams coming off a loss. uh, Those coaches, those kids aren't used to losing, and they have their attention, and they're playing in Phoenix. I think Richard Hendricks said some good. Like they're playing in a pro arena. I know this doesn't mean anything to people, and people are going to roll their eyes when I say it. But those NBA arenas, those rims are tight, man. You fire up forty threes, those rims. Uh, there's no give in those rims whatsoever. You don't shoot the ball as well in those places that you do maybe in these college arenas. Well, that that could be something to that, uh, Barry, and I agree with what you're saying. But however, you know, nobody knows what this SEC schedule is going to look like. You got, Like you said, you take it one game at a time. People get on here and say, they're going to lose 10 games, you know. But they need to keep their damn mouth shut <laughs> and go in the mirror and talk to themselves about that shit. Oh, excuse my language. Ooh. You know, for them to say they're just going to lose games like that, I don't know that. Nobody knows that. You're looking at a crystal well, that's ball. Radio talk. That's, that's just radio. Yeah, I think they're hoping that this uh, tough schedule will prepare them for uh, the games they play at the SEC because you see all different styles, uh, high-level players, how you have to guard them. And that's what you'll see in this league. When you just beat up on people, then you're not getting ready for what you need to get ready for. And Coach believes right. in that. He'll you know, he, he just got to make sure the guys don't splinter. Sometimes when you lose, you have, uh, you know, people in the locker room. But he says everything looks to be good in there, and I trust what he says. We'll see. Thank you, Bryce. Well, Thanks, Bryce. You turn the ball over that many times against a good team like it, it's going to be hard to win. No doubt. You know. No like doubt. Hey, one thing about recruiting. Uh, I'm not sold on us getting this Williams kid. I don't want to sound negative until he's in there signed because there's all this money floating around. Auburn ain't picking a quarterback for a reason. They're poning up some money. There you go. For some other stuff. We'll see what happens. You know, we'll that's find just out. my personal opinion, we'll but uh, I feel better when he's in the house and signed. There you go. Ryan Williams. money floating around. Yeah, Ryan Williams will sign in February. Thank you, Bryce. Hey, good luck. Thank you, sir. Good, good luck on uh, the tournament, Barry. As I was there, man, we'd, I'd try to get us all at Lashes go eat. There you go. All right. Thank you, Rice. <laughs> All right, two-minute truck there at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. It's local, out of town, out of state. Let the professionals handle it. They'll take great care of you and your stuff. 205-247-5050. That is two-minute truck movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. We are seeing a bit of congestion on 69 at Union Chapel and McFarland at 43. Now, if you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end clearance is on now at Towns and Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss the deals. I'm Captain Ray. It's time to ring in the new year right. Emma! 
over the Georgia Bulldogs, claiming the SEC title. It's the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Michigan Wolverines in the college football playoff semifinal at the Rose Bowl. Our coverage starts at 1 on New Year's Day on your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse. BirminghamRacecourse.com. You can be a winner, too. Tune in. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern. Appreciate Jimmy Rain and uh, Great Southern Wood been. Uh, the prime sponsor for Inside the Locker Room. The uh, great people do a great job. I always remember if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. He's the owner of BigSpur.com. Uh, has several podcasts. Joins us every uh, Thursday. We always love having JC on. Good morning, JC. How are you, my man? Uh, good good morning. morning, guys. Great to be with you today on a Thursday again. Last last one of the year. Yeah, is it, um, is it uh, you in Chicago? Yeah, I'll be, uh, but uh, next week, uh, I don't know if y'all have a show or not, but I'll be uh, in West Palm Beach getting ready to get married. So, uh, Oh, so you won't be on next week then, are we? No, not me. Yeah, I figured I'd deliver that news today. JC, on the air, but, uh, I mean, who comes you can't, first? You can't, you can't, just as soon as you say I do, just jump right on. Right, but J- <laughs> JC, you got to set the ground early in this marriage that I got to do what I got to do, and then, you know. <laughs> You're, you're setting the, no, don't don't do that. Setting the precedent, huh? But no, I I think Thursday night is because Saturday's a wedding. Yes, Thursday night's bachelor party day. You guys don't want me on yeah. uh, that early in the morning when I'm, you know, yeah. getting ready for the night's festivities. Right? You no. gonna wear a coat? You gonna wear a coat and tie to the wedding? No, it's a beach wedding, coach. I get to oh. wear no tie. Uh, How about shoes? You gonna you go barefoot shoes? No boat shoes? shoes? Not boat shoes. I can't go barefooted, man. My she'd kill me. My my feet are not what I would call attractive. Mm. Um, and I don't I don't want to get a pedicure. So, uh, I got boat shoes. I got a nice little uh, get up. Uh, Britain's in Columbia. Hook me up with it. So uh, you got you remember them, Barry? Oh yeah. Um, so uh, we're we're looking forward to a. About twenty of our closest friends and family are gonna be there, and so we're uh, we're looking forward to if you, it. If you'd invited Dad, he'd have came to Boca Raton, Florida. He's always trying to get south. So yeah, yeah. I like to go south. <laughs> I don't like cold weather. No. Um, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be mid seventies, so it'll be nice. JC, uh, yesterday was the signing date. I'll just give your overall impressions of what maybe happened in the SEC. And the, did you see? Uh, that the NIL affected things maybe in the last week or two, or did everything kind of go as you planned? Everything kind of kind of went as planned. Uh, you, you know, here's a weird thing about this sign of day, guys. And I've been doing this. This is my ninth, nineteenth or twentieth sign of day. Probably twentieth. <laughs> it, it was the least dramatic. Yeah. Boring. I mean, now Alabama flipped a couple of guys. Auburn flipped some guys and stuff. But uh, I mean, I guess if you talk to a Florida fan, it wouldn't have been boring. But uh, just kind of late. And, and you know why? The transfer portal has added like. I don't know if y'all ever saw the Disney movie back in the 70s, The Black Hole. Yeah. Uh, it's a terrible movie, but I, I loved it when I was a kid. Basically, this black hole in space sucks everything into it. The portal has acted like a black hole to where it's taken a lot. I, I, and, I, and I think this has to do with coaches' time, too. It flips. Uh, you know, 
a lot of these flips that happened yesterday were preordained. People have known about them for weeks. Um, that the last minute surprising flips were way down this year. Uh, it's a situation where, you know, when you kind of look at it, it, it almost has had a. If you like, if you like less drama with the high school kids, it's almost a situation where it's a lot less drama. Yeah, well, uh, also, I, the, I the, think the, I think the a portal lot. is so. You know, everybody's talking about the portal, the portal, the portal, the portal. Yeah, but I think a lot of these guys are already on campus is practicing, so there's no drama there. Uh, Alabama's got several guys already here with that early signing period. The guys are already here in school, uh, enrolled, so uh, that that causes less flips as well, doesn't it, JC? Absolutely. I mean, I know a large percentage of a lot of the classes around the SEC are early enrollees, uh, so there's no time to flip and, you know, redo your class schedule and I mean, you know, it's a pain. So it's almost had kind of, if you, if you like for your team to hold on to your high school guys, it's almost been, you know, pretty positive impact, the portal thing. Uh, you ask about NIL, not really. Uh, where I hear about it all the time is transfer portal guys over and over and over. I mean, some of it, some of it's legit, some of it's ridiculous. Uh, some of these guys need to actually play some good football before they go asking for more money. Um, but that's that's where I see NIL and, and everything kind of creeping up, and um, you know, like I said, it, it's just been a weird signing day because you know the NCAA has always been trying to kill signing day as an event because they can't make any money off of it, right? Yeah. Uh, since I was at Rivals, they've tried just they make life hard. They try to, you know, that's why they did two, and then it blew up on them because the first one was bigger and all that. But uh, with their transfer portal rule, they may have actually unintended consequences. Taking a lot of the luster off of high school signing day, so that's uh, that's something to watch moving forward. I mean, it's like people you know, that normally would be all about recruiting right now or high school recruiting portal, portal, portal all across the interwebs. So uh, it's been an interesting uh, time to say the least. Yep, that South Carolina and Auburn are they getting quarterbacks beyond besides the one that they have? And um, do you think the second string quarterback at Alabama will stay? That's a hard question to answer. I mean, uh, I, I would stay if I were him, but um, yeah. who knows? I mean, Eli Holstein's still there, right? Yeah. So he may pass him. If he passes him, I think he'd probably go. But uh, it's, um, you know, South Carolina is looking for a backup quarterback in the yeah. portal, and that, that's hard. I mean, you you really got to kind of find a D2 guy or FCS guy that just wants a shot. Um they had A.J. Swan from Vanderbilt committed, and he elected. Uh, his mom kind of wanted him at LSU, and you know, after he committed to Carolina twice, he ended up signing with LSU. And uh, he's, in his defense, you know, he, he's probably more similar to Garrett Nussmeyer than he is to Lenore Sellers at South Carolina. So maybe he feels like he can go in there and have a better path to a potential starter job. He's a good player. Uh, so that would have been ideal, but you know, they're going to go try to find find a guy somewhere. I mean, they need depth, obviously. But uh, South Carolina is one of the schools where I think, you know, they're not going to promise a starting job to anybody because I think they've already got one. Um, yeah, I think you freeze said is every time a guy hits a quarterback hits the portal, everybody says, Throw the bag at him, throw the go get him, throw the bag at him. He said if you go around and look at all the guys that went around, uh nobody was that great. Uh so he's he's 
pushed all his chips in on Peyton Thorne and said it publicly. They said, we got to get better uh, guys around. And Robbie Ashford's going to the uh, transfer portal there. Are you surprised he pushed all his chips in on Peyton Thorne, uh, JC? A little bit. Yeah. Uh, I would have expected Auburn to make a run at Brock Vandergriff. Uh, I would have expected him to make a run at uh, uh, Tanner Bailey, who just left South Carolina. Um, so, yeah, it's a little bit surprising. Now, Peyton Thorne was not bad this year. Uh, and Hugh Freeze, if you kind of look at his career, uh, there was a guy at Ole Miss first three years named Bo Wallace. Yeah. And, uh, you know, those of us in recruiting, he was from, like, Central Tennessee. And we are like, ooh, Bo Wallace. Uh, well, he made Bo Wallace into a pretty good good player. So, he does know how to coach him up. Um, I think his staff knows how to coach him up. So, if that's what Coach Freeze wants, then, you know, more power to him. I, I totally get it, though, if you're Auburn, you – you kind of you see kids KJ Jefferson from Arkansas in the portal and start to kind of imagine what what that could be like and uh, a lot of these fans it's real easy to dream you know and and I think it's this because it's there's so if you look at college football guys five out of the last seven I think Heisman winners have been transfer quarterbacks yeah but do you think it uh, you asked this as well Dad if they go after a guy like that I think Hugh Freeze is afraid. Uh, you know, Peyton Thorne will sit there and think, well, you don't have confidence in me, so I need to find me somewhere to go. And you don't know if you're going to really get these guys. You go after them, and then you end up making the guy mad who's there with you, uh, who you think's pretty good there. Do they have to walk a fine line with that? Uh, I'm asking both of you guys, when you start talking about other guys, bring them in on visits, uh, the, where the guy that's there who knows your system might say, well, crap, he don't believe in me if he keeps bringing all these other guys in. I'm out of here as well. I think Hugh Freeze was worried about that, to be honest with you. It's a concern with coaches. I mean, if you, they got a guy they like, you know, because he can only play one at a time. You know, that's, that's the uniqueness about that position. I mean, you can sign two or three running backs, share the carries, two or three receivers, and, and, and those kids are fine. You know, there, there's not a receiver out there that goes, oh, I don't like that they sign these other guys. My balls are going to go down, you know, because that means you got a, guy, a good guy on the other side, you're going to be more open. <laughs> um, same with running backs to get worn down easily these days. You know, it's nice to split carries. Uh, but that position, no, you got to go where you can play. And you can, you, can, you can have a great situation there one year, and the next year the bottom falls out just yeah. because of this. So it is a delicate balance with coaches uh, trying to figure all this out. I, I think Auburn and South Carolina are probably in the same position, you know, because they do have a, a, a redshirt freshman next year that's um, – well, I'll just – I'm, I'm not going to talk about him too much, but I'll just let you guys watch him next year and you tell me what you think. Who's that? Uh, so, Who's that? What's his cool? name's Lenore, Lenore Sellers at South Carolina. Okay. Uh, and that's why they're not going after – a lot of big-time guys to come in there and try to replace Rattler because they have their guys. So uh, I think Auburn and Carolina are probably pretty similar in that regard. Yeah. yeah. Um, if Alabama wins, who will they play? The I'm leaning towards Texas. Uh, if Texas can play like Texas played the last two or three games of the year, I think Texas will win that game against Washington. But, you know, the thing about Washington is the minute you count them out, because they have had games where they've struggled and, you know, squeaked by some folks this year, the minute you think, oh, they're going to get beat, and that includes Las Vegas, who had them as a nine-point underdog to Oregon, Pac-12 championship game, they surprise you and win. 
they're just a winning bunch. And so, uh, I, I my guess is Texas. I think Texas is more talented. But you know, if they don't pull a Texas, I think they'll win. But if they pull a Texas, you could see Washington win the game. But I think, as a college football fan, I love this Michigan Bama thing at the Rose Bowl. And the second thing I'd love is if Texas and Bama got together again and they play in Houston. Can you imagine how tough tickets are going to be for that one? Impossible. <laughs> They'll be yeah, ridiculous. Uh, yeah, uh, I got one. I got all my blue plates are running which way. Tell me, uh, I, I picked. I think on one of my blue plates, I picked. I picked uh, Clemson to beat Kentucky. Am I wrong? No, I, I think Kentucky's going to have a real hard time scoring against Clemson's defense. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's just one of those things. They're really now. Look, Clemson had some opt outs and some transfers. So, Uh-oh. you know, maybe they're not full of. strength. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they're they're start they're starting a safety uh, went to Texas and uh-oh. some other things. What temp? So, uh, uh, help but me. I think I, Go ahead. I think Cle- I just think Clemson's too good defensively. Uh, you know, the Kentucky's Gator Bowl just one way run. That's it. I think. Yeah, they can run, and, and then um, it. their quarterback Devin Leary, he's always struggled historically against the Tigers. Yeah. Okay. So, because uh, when he's at NC State, so I, I, I like that pick. I, I think it's okay. a good pick. What's this about uh, former Clemson player coming out talking about Dabo abused? Him? Yeah, what's, what that, about, what's that? that about? They say uh, Dabo addressed that in his press conference the other day. He just said it was a drill where a certain group of guys wasn't getting it done, and that everybody kind of got, you know, laid into, uh, and it's something they normally do, and nobody was being singled out. And, then he didn't take away. He just that was it. That was the last statement he made. But uh, it's unfortunate because Terry Kennard is in the Ring of Honor. There, he's one of the best players in school history. Uh, so at any school, you never want that kind of uh, bad publicity when it's one of your own and, and their kid. But I've also learned through the years when you're dealing with people's kids, you know, it's uh, it's it's never as bad as it seems most of the time, and. Uh, I just wish the, I mean, the Kennard kid is a good kid. and I just wish him the best and, um, you know, hope that, um, hope that this doesn't follow him and hope that he gets on a football field somewhere and all that good stuff. I, I think that uh, it, it was just unfortunate how it happened, um, you know, but I can't sit here and beat Dabo over the head with it because, you know, I, I think there's always a reasonable explanation for everything. Sure. Listen, I, I just, if Dabo can find the right job, uh, I think maybe he's, I think he can be somewhere too long unless you're just doing something extraordinary, which he has, uh, but it's kind of fallen off a little bit. Like if this Alabama job opened, uh, I don't know if they'd go after him or not, but I, I, I'm talking about a top-tier job like that. Do you think sometimes it's just, Better just to move on, uh, JC. He's still a young guy. I got a lot of years ahead of him. Uh, yeah. Could you see that? Yeah, you know, plenty of money in the bank. Uh, now, Clemson's a great place to work, and I, and, I, and here, here when you're winning. Now, when you're losing, maybe not. But yeah. uh, you know, it, you're up there. You're on the lake. It's clean living. It's a growing area. There's everything you need, but you're not in a major city. Kids go to good schools. You know, at the same time, uh, Steve Spurrier said it when he's in Florida. You know, 12 years, he was there 12 years, and he's like, probably about 10 is too long because they get sick of hearing the same old thing. And, yeah. You know, sometimes you need a change, and, and Coach Spurrier 
if you kind of look at how coaching has evolved uh, through the years, nobody really stays that long anymore. Uh, so, I mean, Coach Saban's probably an outlier in all of that. So, and, and even he was four years at LSU, boom, boom. So, I, I think uh, I think you can see it. I, I really do. Um, I, I think Alabama will be a logical, logical fit. He's a Bama guy. Uh, if you look at his staff, it's always either a bunch of Clemson guys or a bunch of Bama guys. And, um, you know, he, like I, to, I told you guys a couple of weeks ago, Taking that job and following Saban is tough, but it's all, you also inherit a program that's in excellent shape. Now, when I formed that opinion, there wasn't a transfer portal, so <laughs> you know we'll see what happens. But uh, I, I think that um, I think that uh, yeah, I mean you know if he doesn't get back and win the ACC next year. You know, things are going to start to get a little. The, the grumbles are going to get a little louder. Any uh, any chance? I I read this on a guy keeps sending me stuff. Everything he reads on X, he thinks is true. Uh, that um, Kirby Smart go to the Atlanta Falcons? Is there any any chance I, of that? I just don't see. I that. can't see. I mean, even more likely to hire Will Muschamp than Kirby Smart. Because um, <laughs> right? I think Will would be a good NFL. I think he'd actually. That's kind of his. I think he'd actually be really good in the NFL. But, uh, yeah, I can't see You know, but if you're Kirby, I mean, you got to ask you. He, he spent, what, one year there and then didn't like it and came back and went to Georgia for a year and then made his way back to Alabama. But uh, if you're Kirby, you know, you, you got to ask yourself, do you, is that, that an itch you want to scratch? I mean, if you're the Falcons, you know, obviously being in that state, He's a hero, you know, and uh, he's from that state and all that. But I just can't see, I can't see that happening. I mean, they're they're <laughs> Georgia's rolling right now, and there is more. Uh, if you're a competitor like he is, there's more to accomplish at your alma mater uh, rather than taking an NFL job, which you have no idea how that's going to turn out. You could be out of the job in two years if you go up there. Yeah, uh, NCAA coming down on. Are they going to come? Are they going to hope that Michigan does not win the national championship? Number one. Um, are they going to come down on them after this is over to the point that it affects their program at all? I don't know. I, I think it depends on what the facts are, and you know all that, and what they can actually prove. Uh, I, you know, I, I think a lot of this is more about Harbaugh and how people don't like him than about Michigan. Michigan's kind of their, one of their poster child, uh, which is amazing because anytime something really bad happens in this sport, it happens in the Big Ten, yet, you know, they seem to get a pass. So uh, I, I don't know. I, I can't see it hurting their program. I, I think, you know, would Harbaugh look at another job? You know, there's a couple NFL jobs, probably Vegas and Chicago, that he would. Besides that new contract, he can't. Yeah, I know. Why, so hadn't I he si why hadn't he signed it? I think he's waiting to see what happens with Las Vegas and Chicago. Uh, I think uh, the Bears now they 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 blew another one. Now they're five and nine. The Bears um, could beat their grandma. They ain't never won. They're well, a couple. They've won two, two, two twice in my lifetime. Uh, but but it's he played here um, as a quarterback. He knows the family that runs it. He understands the, how to navigate it. And frankly, he's a winner. You know, when he took over the 49ers, they were like 1-15. and 15. He had them in the Super Bowl two years with Colin Kaepernick at quarterback. So uh, he can navigate. 
And so I, I don't know. But then the Las Vegas Raiders situation, I think, is very attractive to him, too. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens with that. I, the NCAA, do I think if if all this stuff is true, that they should punish Michigan? Yes. Um, you know, but I think that the days of vacating wins and stuff, I mean, that's so stupid to vacate a win and take the trophy because, I mean, it happened. Everybody knows it happened. So, that was stupid. Uh, you know, you should be more preemptive than that. All right, JC, uh, with your getting married, not being able to be on our show next week, we're not going to talk to you uh, before the national championship uh, matchup. Who's going to get there? Who's going to play for the national championship? I'm going Alabama and Texas. That, uh, it's probably because more that I want to see it. I, I can Ooh. see both games going either way, to be honest with you. Uh, I think Alabama can match Michigan's physicality. I think Milrow, again, will be an X factor. Good luck stopping him. It ain't going to be a blowout <laughs> like a lot of these semifinal games have been. It'll be similar to Auburn and similar to Georgia. But uh, I think the Tide will will rip the hearts out of the Wolverines. And then I think Texas uh, will continue to be hot and, uh, and beat Washington down there in the Sugar Bowl uh, in a game where a lot of points will be scored. All right, we won't make you predict the national champion. We'll let you get married before that. Uh, yeah, I'll be on that week. I'll, <laughs> I'll be I'll be back that next Thursday. All right, buddy. Well, we appreciate uh, all the stuff that you do. The people here uh, rant and rave about uh, what a great job you do. Uh, and so, uh, happy wedding to you. Merry Christmas yeah, just, to you. Uh, just say I do. That, that's I all do. You do. And that's it. What do I do next? Uh, that's yeah, all you got to yes, do. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I do, and yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Well, Merry Christmas to you guys. All right, thanks. Yeah, yeah, Merry Christmas to you guys, too. It's an honor to come on with y'all every week. and looking forward to 2024 and another year of this. We'll keep it rolling. Thank you, J.C. Thank you, J.C. Thank you, guys. All right, does an outstanding job there. Go follow his podcast. Watch him. Uh, appreciate J.C. Uh, being on with us this morning. I would take this break. Phone lines be open. Uh, we got a guest in the second hour. I just forgot about that. Uh, uh, no, we don't. No gu- no guests. So you guys have they, they, they needed the week off. All right. You had that call bank lit up before I brought JC on. So light it back up. 205-342-9904. Uh, otherwise, we have to listen to Coach Saban. We don't want to talk. We don't want to hear Coach Saban. You listen to Todd 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We have a disabled vehicle on McFarland eastbound at Old Montgomery Highway. You're seeing delays there. If you see other conditions, of course, give me a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end clearance is on now at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss the deals. I'm Captain Ray. <laughs> Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partly to mostly sunny today, Tuscaloosa's high 57. Tonight, mostly fair, not as cold as recent nights, the low at 36. Or tomorrow and Saturday, partially sunny both days. The high tomorrow 60, the high Saturday at 66. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 28 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide football. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. All right, welcome back. We'll take this top of the hour break. We got Tony Holt. We'll get to Tony. Tony, right when we get back from break, you'll be first up. Uh, dial us up, 205-342-9904. We can talk Michigan. We can talk Alabama-Arizona, the basketball team. 
uh, whatever you guys want to talk about, uh, we'll talk recruiting. Uh, we have some Coach Saban Sound, who obviously met with the media yesterday after the signing uh, day there. We don't think Yellowwood, pressure treated pine from Great Southern if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it. Believe me, guys, you don't want it. Tide 100.9 traffic. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We have a disabled vehicle on McFarland eastbound at Old Montgomery Highway. You're seeing delays there. If you see other conditions, of course, give me a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end clearance is on now at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss the deals. I'm Captain Ray. Jingle. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Eddie Garcia. Checking NBA games of note. The 76ers topped the Timberwolves 127-113. to 113. Philadelphia's Joel Embiid had a season-high 51 points with 12 rebounds. Celtics all over the Kings in Sacramento, 144-119. With Minnesota's loss, Boston's win gives them sole possession of the top record in the NBA at 21-6. Clippers make it nine wins in a row with a 120-111 win in Dallas over the Mavericks. Lakers lose to the Bulls, 124-108. Lakers are now 1-4 since winning the in-season tournament title. Nuggets over the Raptors, 113-104. Top 25 college basketball, eight ranked teams in action. Number 11, North Carolina beat number 7, Oklahoma, 81-69. 21st ranked Duke defeated number 10, Baylor, 78-70. Seton Hall knocked off number 5, UConn, 75-60, while Villanova edged 12th ranked Creighton, 68-66 in overtime. Also wins in the top 25 for number 4, Arizona, and number 15, Gonzaga. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Phone lines are open, 205-342-9904. Andrew Kniffer, uh, he is my Allstate insurance agent. Uh, let Andrew become yours. He's out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Norport. He'll take great care of you on the insurance side, so give him a call. He'll run the quote, email it right there to you, uh, and you could do what I did, and you can make the change. All right, get to the... Uh, Andrew Kniffer hotline and bring Tony in. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, guys. Um, uh, Coach, last night when I when I watched the game, um, I do believe fatigue set in a little bit, but I only believe it happened toward the end when the turnovers cut up because, of yeah. course, when you get tired, you make mistakes. Yeah. And it's just going to be hard, guys, when you have guys foul out with uh, at the nine-minute mark uh, and sometimes the 11-minute mark, uh, and then you're playing with four fouls with the backup. Uh, that That's... That's going to be tough to be aggressive, and I, coach, how do y'all, how do y'all fix that? I, I've I've never coached basketball. I don't know how to coach. I know how to coach, you know, stopping. I don't coach players a lot of times to stop with the physical penalties. They just got to be smart. Uh, I don't know how to y'all would teach a kid to play defense without fouling when the guys are going up against her as physical or as much physical as they can. Well, you got to be smart and you got you don't ha- you can't play with your hands all the time. Now, there are times that you, uh, you you're going to uh 
occur a bad situation on the boards, but most fouls sometimes out on the perimeter and in the circle area, if you foul some, a lot of times it's a defensive mistake. And, uh, so that, that's, I think you're right there. I think they got, they got tired towards the end of the game. Uh, and Barry, I didn't know it, but Barry said they stayed out there all week. Um, that's, I don't know, but whatever. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not coaching the team. So, um, they just, uh, they foul a lot. They don't get back on defense quite as well. And they have, you know, most of the time you look at your shot selection and see if your threes are good are good threes. Uh, some of theirs were and some of theirs weren't. Uh, actually, Arizona's not a great three-point shooting team themselves. Uh, Alabama generally is. So it was a combination of a lot of things. Turnovers, uh, 18. Uh, they got 12 more points inside than Alabama did. They got 12 more points outside than Alabama did. And How many more free throws did they shoot, Coach? Oh, I forgot. We're looking right here. Quite a few. Uh, few Alabama was 22 for 26, and uh, Arizona was uh, 27 for 37. So they shot 37 free throws. One of the things, Tony. There's only five difference. Only five difference. One of the things you have to do uh, defending. And I try to tell our guys this: you got to defend him before he catches the ball. Like, don't right. you, you let him catch it? Now you got to guard him. Uh, so these guys got quick feet, so you confront the post. Like, let's get in position where he's not going to catch it. Uh, you know, in the scoring area there, uh, so we don't have to guard him in those areas. So that you well, got to play defense before the ball gets there. Once he gets there. Uh, with the strength of these guys versus what they're playing, you're pretty much in trouble, uh, in my Tony, opinion. Tony, what I would do, what I did when I was coaching, I don't mean to, I don't, I, I'm bringing it up, I guess. No, if they had a great, if they had a great player, I would, I would defend that great player with two players alternating them every, every seven minutes, and I would do what Barry says. I would keep the ball off of them and take his legs out from under him, and I would, so, I, so I, and I would what they did to Sears. And I would tell our team, we won this game tonight because player A and player B guarded their best player. Yeah. That's the reason we won. Now, I know they got more than one player. I got all that. But uh, you know, they, Alabama has three big-time scorers, or good scorers, Estrada and, and Sears and, and, uh, and Nelson. Those are their three best scorers. They get some, they'll get some scores off the board. But um, those are the three that, you know, that you've got to guard and keep the basketball off of off of them some, but, uh, you know, both of those kids that are guards are left-handed. And so, you know, you, you kind of know what direction they're going to start with. You know, one of the things you got, uh, Dad's talked about this, uh, you got Stevenson going 0 for 5 uh, from 3, and yep. Nelson's 3 for 15, so two of your 6'11 guys go 3 for 20 from 3. Uh, maybe they don't need to shoot as many threes. The little kid uh, the little kid from Florida, uh, Walters, is it? Uh, yeah, no, he can shoot it. Yeah, he's 3 for 5 or yeah. something. He shoots it pretty good. He, 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 you know, if you if if you coach, if you get after him and, and try to keep the ball off of him, you could. But most of the time, people look at him and say, huh, you know, we'll have to keep the ball off of him, but that's wrong. He, he shoots it pretty good. Yeah. Well, well, Coach uh, Sanderson, would it be hard for you to coach today's basketball because it seems like every guy above six seven and six eight thinks that they're a three point shot shooter? Well, and that's, I, I that's what they I do. It, guys. It, was I mean, hard, it, it was hard for me to coach back then. Did you, did you hear Richard? <laughs> did you hear Richard Hendricks yesterday, Tony? 
Uh, no, sir, I didn't. Go back and listen to his interview. Uh, you know, I, he played over in Europe for a long time. He talked about uh, now the NBA, they don't even look at low post players anymore. So guys don't even play down there. If you can't shoot a three, they don't even look at you anymore. And he talked about the European model uh, where they have six practices and they play one game. Where, where in AAU, we'll play six games and maybe have one practice. So their skill wow. development is so much better over there than what it is here. He still thinks that with the best players in the world are in the United States, but uh, the skill and the way they work is totally different. We just play game after game after game here where they're practicing all the time and then maybe playing one game. Well, that's very well, interesting. Let- let me I ask think, y'all this. It, it has, it is, in y'all's opinion, is that a detriment to the game? Yes, absolutely. I, I agree. I agree it is. Uh, I, I, um, I don't, look, you know, I miss, I miss seeing inside posts. I miss seeing, you know, high ball screens. I, I miss some of that stuff because that's when value was placed on a, a David Robinson, a Tim Duncan and stuff like that. And right now it's like we talked about the kid. I, I think the tramp, what, where is he from? North Carolina? Yeah. Stevenson. Yeah. Guys, he he needs to be playing down low. Well, of course um, he does. Yeah. And I don't, uh, you know, and that's what Oates wants to do. Like you said, coach, it's his team. He can coach it. But well, uh, one now, of the look, things, I, one of the things you do, one of the things you do in a roundabout way, not a roundabout way, is you talk about how many threes your team shoots because this guy thinks he can shoot them, and he probably can. Uh, but all all players that you sign, you have to you have to indicate to them that we're a three-point shooting team and it really helps recruiting it's helped their recruiting uh, and, uh, it has and well, he, I agree. Was, he was I, talking about uh you talk about low like oscar sheway uh drew timmy these are back to the basket but well the nba didn't even look at those guys anymore uh so that's why guys don't play that way anymore because the low post they want to get in the league. yeah they want yep. to play in the league so on, on tony's uh, point, um, well though, coach um and barry do you think that's why guys like Nikola Jokic are so dominant in the league is because that's just not the style. That well, he's a freak. For. That guy's a freak. Jokic is just an absolute freak. Uh, he can do so. I mean, this guy's amazing to watch him play. But uh, I, don't know. I, I think that a big man, uh, What? And I, I always forget his name. That he played for um, Oh God, the Phoenix Suns, I believe. Um, Dirk, no, no, no. Uh, uh, Dirk Nowinski. Yeah. I think the, I think that I, I think he kind of started a little bit of a trend because he could shoot the ball, but he was also a presence down low. But right now, I don't see many players that can do both. Yeah, no, it's I, with the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Dallas, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Now, before you hang up, remember this one thing in your head. you got to run as hard and as tough back defensively as you run offensively. Remember that. If you, yeah, don't oh yeah. get well, back, um, if you don't get back defensively, they're going to shoot the layups on you, the quick shots on you, and, and score. And you're not going to be able to defend. So the the, the running of, the running is is both ways. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, I, look. You know, we've all played the game before, and and when you have a team, I believe Alabama put up 39 threes. If I'm not mistaken, 40. they may have a little bit 40. more. 40. 40. Okay. Yeah. At some point in time, when they're not hitting. My assumption is these teams are going to let them shoot and just play for the rebound. 
that's that's now they could get hot. No. Don't get me wrong, but no, they ain't gonna do that. You got, no, no, they go. You have to contest shots. Yeah, now, they didn't contest them, them that much, but you yeah. have to contest shots. You know they're going mean, they're going to shoot them whether you're there or not. So you might as well be there. Yeah, uh, you, you got to contest shots. So. That, that's what that's, you're not right there, Tony. You got you got to contest. Well, good. I, I hope I'm not because <laughs> that guys we I, in like in like Barry said. Yeah, we don't take the best three point shots either. So you know, but I mean. Sometimes we hit them, sometimes we don't. And when we hit them, every, everything works out right. Yeah. So, yep. well, guys, listen, y'all have a good Christmas, and, uh, uh, you know, we'll call you next week. Appreciate Thank it, you. Thank Appreciate it. All right. All right. We'll go all the way to Gulf Shores and get uh, Tim in. Good morning, Tim. Tim. Hey, good morning, guys. Barry, I took your advice and went up to that tournament in Jasper yesterday, me and a couple of old Birmingham coaches. And okay. Uh, really, if you ever get a chance to play in it, you ought to consider it. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably play it. Run tournament. I'll probably play it next year. I had already they had already kind of had the feel before I took the job this year, but uh, noticed some good basketball played up there yesterday. Oh, hey, I was really impressed with. I saw Coleman, Mountain Brook, Central of Phoenix City, a couple of teams from out of state, Jasper, but uh, uh, Coleman really impressed me. And and if you play them. Be sure you guard number five. Yeah, I heard he hit 10 threes or something yesterday. He hit 10 out of 12 threes. <laughs> God, you can't do that in the gym by yourself, by yourself. He hit seven in a row. Who is that? It's I tell Coleman. you what. Yeah, I, and he, his name wasn't on the, you know, they, got, they had this really nice little fold-out thing with the teams and all. He didn't make the lineup, so since he hit 10 threes yesterday, maybe they'll put him in the lineup yeah, and put his I, name I, on yeah. the roster. Yeah, I think he's... But uh, yeah. uh, they, they were... Coleman was was really impressive in how they played, but it was some good ball. But, uh, hey, the thing I was calling about is the recruiting thing. Uh, of the top 25 teams, 19 were in the SEC and the Big Ten, or what they're now, the talking heads are calling the Super Two. Yeah. So 19 out of 25. And you guys are all the time saying recruiting is the lifeblood of a program. That's where you're going to win. Well, what that told me was there were four teams out of the ACC that were the other teams that were in the top 25. Florida State, Clemson, Miami, and North Carolina. Who are the four teams that keep saying maybe it's time to get out of the ACC? <laughs> yeah. Those four teams. Yeah. So there's a big shoe going to drop sometime within the next year. That's my prediction. Something's going to happen where it's going to upend the ACC. And some two, three, maybe all four of those teams are going to wind up in the Big Ten or the SEC. And that's what that recruiting day told me yesterday. And and, and y'all were talking about with a caller with somebody a while ago saying, why does nobody get excited about recruiting anymore? Well, it's like your dad says sometimes. Congratulations. That means you got the guy for one year. Yeah. Well, it's like it that guy from going to Nebraska. He can go to Nebraska if he doesn't. And then if uh, the guy at Georgia goes pro after next year, then he wants to go back to Georgia. He can. There's no penalty there. I just don't like it. I don't like it. it. Exactly. You used to sign a guy and you felt like you had him for his college career. 
Now you got a guy for one year, and that's yeah. all it is. Yeah. No so, but anyway, I just in the next year when this happens, y'all say, Tim from Gulf Shores told us this was coming. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> but Thanks, anyway, Tim. you guys have a good Christmas. You too, right, man. You too. Thanks. All right, we got uh, Tom and Joe Holt. We'll take a break here. We'll get back. We'll get to those guys. I always enjoy. Uh, visiting uh, with those guys. We want to thank Wayne's Pest Control, served over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. That's the great folks at Wayne's. Make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. 866-WAYNES-1. Tell them you heard on Inside the Locker Room. Get $60 off your first initial service. You listen to Tide 100.9 SC Home. Of Alabama sports. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Sky partly to mostly sunny today, Tuscaloosa's high 57. Tonight, mostly fair, not as cold as recent nights, the low at 36. For tomorrow and Saturday, partially sunny both days. The high tomorrow is 60, the high Saturday at 66. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 32 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Tuscus at Toyota. Go to tuscusatoyota.com. We spoke with Justin yesterday. Got a ton of cars on the lot. Uh, and they're not in love with any of them. So get by there today. They'll sell you whatever you want that truck. Those trucks are flying off the lot. Uh, they've got the uh, Camrys, obviously, the Grand Highlanders. Great lot of SUVs out there, a lot of trucks, a lot of great cars. Uh, if you want to buy something pre-owned, they got that for you as well. You go to the website, tuscasatoyota.com, and schedule that service. All right, get to the Tuscasatoyota hotline and get Tom in. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Barry. Hey, Coach. How are y'all this morning? We're good. All right. Um, you know, I wanted to call. I don't think y'all are working tomorrow. And, um, and, and I wanted to call and wish y'all a very Merry Christmas. And I hope, uh, you get to enjoy some time with your families and I hope things go well. And I, I want to tell you how much I appreciate y'all the show and how much I enjoy it and what a good time it is to, uh, to interact and all that kind of good stuff. So, I, I, Merry Christmas, and I appreciate y'all. Thank well, Tom, you. Appreciate we appreciate you. you calling each day, listening. Uh, you know, you you keep us on our toes. Uh, when you agree, you tell us. When you don't, you tell us, which is perfectly fine. And uh, it keeps it'd be boring if you always agreed. You disagree with me a lot more than you do. Tom, Tom, that. you need to get on. You need you need to get on Barry a little bit more. You slow down a little bit. Because I'm, yeah. I've been right a lot, haven't I, Tom? I've been right a lot. Oh, he's gonna start bragging now, Tom. 
Well, he's done such a good job with uh, since he's kind of come back into coaching and yeah, uh, and I fell in love with his his basketball teams and I, I said, you know what, I, I I just I'm crazy about Barry. I love the way he coaches. I love his kids, the way they respond to him, and so I, I made a conscious effort that I was going to let up off yeah. of him. No, and, and try don't to, do that. Don't let up, yeah. oh, man. <laughs> Well, he needs, since, he, since you're bragging about his kids, he needs to respond to his dad, doesn't he? Barry does. Well, that wouldn't hurt a thing, Coach. <laughs> I'm the only one that's uh, that will tell him when he's wrong, Tom. You got to have somebody in your life that will at least sometimes. Tell well, you, I, you know what? I've been listening. I've been listening for a while. I've never heard him be wrong. Really? <laughs> How about that, Coach? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. I owe you. Uh, well. Uh, Let's don't get into that, Barry. We're, that's enough. <laughs> you were all distraught last night, yesterday after listening to Richard Hendricks. Are, are, oh, are, are you still distraught uh, after watching well, him last night? I, I, I'm, I'm disappointed, but I, you know, it's just, I, I still love Coach Oates. I love the team, and uh, you know, I, I, my expectation. I'm sorry to say this, Coach. You're going to hammer me for saying this. My expectations go back to how you ran your program, how the games were when you were the coach and all like that. And I, I, everybody, I think they should be like that, and they can't be. Well, that's I good. That you, need, you need they to call it more. Yeah, that was back when you had TVs were black and white. Right? Okay, ho, ho, ho. Maybe. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> that I, I, was a long time ago. Was that color TV back we then? Didn't have electric, we didn't have electricity. Yeah. I, yeah, well, I didn't have to have electricity. I was at the game. They had uh, they had canvas Converse back when he was coaching in the well, short we shorts. Did have Converse. Let me right. get out of the way. Let thanks, I always thanks, like Tom. Joe. Yeah, we gonna right. get we gonna get Joe. Y'all. Thank you. Same to you, Tom. Appreciate have you. a good have a good Christmas. All right, let's go back to the. Um, Tussa's Toyota Hotline. Now, if you don't know the answer, this guy does, and we got Joe in. Good morning, Joe. Hey, Joe. Good morning. Is Walters that big a liability that he cannot uh, play more because of the man-to-man defense? Well, because of the rebounding part, probably. He played uh, last night uh, 20, Joe, minutes. 20 minutes, 3 of 6 right. from the floor, 3 of 5 from 3, uh, 6 of 8 from the foul line. 15 points in 20 minutes, pretty productive, <laughs> very productive. He, he is our best outside shooter. And y'all know where I'm taking you now. Zone defense. Yeah. He needs to play some zone, and he needs to let him play while we're playing zone. Do y'all agree with that statement? Uh, I do think his feet are a problem defensively. When they're doing all that switching, he gets switched off on – uh, some of these quicker guards that uh, they're going by, and that was a problem when they played uh, Indiana State. Uh, so you got to be very careful who he guards. Uh, but if he keeps shooting the ball like that, you got to find a way to get him on the floor. So if zone defense is a way to do it, then you got to do it. That's it. All right, Barry. Great minds think alike. Yeah, it's we, not we hard. No. <laughs> it's not hard. It's coaching. Look at Bruce Pearl. Bruce Pearl would be done with been doing that since the first game. What's wrong season. with Estrada? Uh, I thought he was going to play better. I tell you, he he was awful last night, but he yanked him when he didn't take that three and ended up having a turnover. 
Yeah. He hadn't been high on my list all year. One I'm game just, I went to, I think Dad was there. I mean, he scored 24 points in the first half. I'm like, wow. Uh, but, you know, these guys jumped to, I guess this is where his fourth school. He's a jumper. But uh, last night he had, uh, he had six assists but four turnovers. But I just thought he would be a – a little bit more, you know, Sears had to do so much, and Sears finally had an off night, and that's when you need to try to step up, and uh, he, he didn't do it. Now, Wimp, you said yep. at the start of the show, Creighton got beat last night. Yeah. Okay. They got beat in the overtime. Mm-hmm. Yep. And do you think Creighton is a top 25 team? Sure. By the end of the season. Well, 20, top 25, Villanova. yeah, 25, yeah. I don't know if they're top 10, but they're top 25. They lost to Villanova. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think That's they're a top 10. That's a tough 10. conference there. Yeah. They'll be lucky to go 500 in the Big East. You agree? Yeah, I don't think they're quite as good. That they, they, you know, certain get certain teams are better than others. Uh, they're not big and physical. The big guy plays hard they're they're okay but they're they're not really uh you know defensively they struggle a little bit they're not a real big basketball team and uh, they're not going to get a lot of second third rebounds second third shots underneath a good outside shooting team and if somebody doesn't defend them or or get after them then they're going they're going to fill it up there i i don't know i don't know i may be dead wrong but i don't know that they're a top 10 team they may be i think the big east is better than the sec joe oh i do too easily I mean, Marquette. You got, you got UConn. Yeah. Freighton. Marquette. Uh, you know, Seton Hall's good. Seton Hall. But they knocked they knocked uh, Connecticut naked yeah, night. night. Yeah. Connecticut. They beat them 15. Connecticut. Uh, Connecticut's good. Boy. Providence is good. Butler's in there now. Uh, that's that. That's a basketball league uh, there, Joe. That's right. High basketball IQs. Yeah. No well, doubt. Um, we'll see. Uh, but your boy uh, Rick Patino's in there. You think he's going to turn that thing at St. John's? Well, one thing about Patino, he cha- he makes more changes during the game than just about any coach. They won last night, didn't they? I don't I think, know. I hadn't looked. At the I think they did. I think they did. They were winning. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'll, I'm pulling them up right now. I'll tell you exactly what they did. They're eating St. John's. Uh, they beat uh, Xavier uh, yeah. 81-66. I think they just lost one game. Yeah, well, they, well, they've lost three. They play uh, UConn uh, on the 23rd, which will be Saturday on Fox. Good luck. UConn will drill them. It's at UConn. So, well, that, that, guy, Xavier, that guy UConn Xavier. runs some of the best offense. Man, he you sure look, does. oh, my goodness, he runs some good offense. No. So. Be good. If they beat Xavier, Xavier, that's, that's a big win. Uh, it was at home. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, well, all right, guys. I just wanted to hear from the coach's mouth about All right, Joe. Glad you called. No Have a good Christmas. No predictions today, Joe? Well, Barry, you done said Kelly's going 10-2 and two next year, and I said Kirby's going 9-3. and three. Now, Wimp, if you had to choose one of those, if you had to choose one of those, which one would you choose? Well, what? what? Barry said Kelly is going 10 and 2 in football next year. I had to write it down and date it. You made me do that before I even knew, you know, 
No. Okay. You said it. At LSU? No. It, yeah, that's what he said. Now, he said yeah, it, Wimp. Yeah, 10 and I said Kirby would go 9-3. and three. If you had to choose between those two for next year, which one would you choose? Kirby ain't, Kirby ain't going on 9-3. and three. You're asking a guy that said Alabama's going to go 9-3 and three this year, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Who said that? You did. Uh, it ain't over yet. Well, they ain't going nine and three. I guarantee you that. <laughs> they might. They might. They might lose they're, twice. They're twelve and one. They can't lose twice. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Barry, just think if he hadn't backed out of his bold Texas prediction, he would have looked. Man, how good would he have looked? Right. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you something now. If Texas, play, if Texas plays Alabama in Houston, let me give you some good advice. Just watch it with one eye. <laughs> hey, uh, let me ask you this. Is number one for Washington, the wideout, is he not the best money player you've seen this year besides Milrow? I that don't guy, know. That no, guy. He won both Oregon oh, games. Yeah. Brock Bowers is a good boy. He's just a receiver, though, and Milrow touches the ball. Brock Bowers is going to play in the bowl, though. I like that. Oh man, don't even don't even bring up Brock Byers when I'm talking about number one. Well, I'll tell you, you said the best player in college football. I'm telling you, Brock Byers is the best player in college well, football. Kirby made him by building building the offense around him, but in why the pros, he, why wouldn't he? he he's not he's not right enough. I mean, that's good coaching, isn't it, uh, Joe? The guys yeah. won twenty nine thirty. Yeah, if you well, when you Barry, when you don't play nobody, it don't matter. <laughs> Well, they, well, they, had to, they had to win the playoff twice. Well, they, they, yeah, they thought about playing Oklahoma, and the game got canceled. Yeah, it plays to a ball well, state. They count. The commissioner did that. Hmm. That ain't their fault. Yeah, yeah. Well, he did it. He stepped in and did it himself. You think Kirby's going? Right. You think Kirby's going to Atlanta Falcons? No, no. Joe, I don't think Atlanta Falcons would pay him what Georgia's. Why well, ain't going to Atlanta Falcons? He you might want to act like he is so he can get more money. Does he need more money? He might. The only the only way Kirby will leave is they're going to cut his money off for the program. The program. They said he's gotta, not he's, gotta, not he's not graduating his players down there, Joe. Oh, he's not. What? Mm-hmm. No. Well, his last quarterback was twenty six years old and he never graduated. <laughs> well, that's okay. <laughs> I mean, think about it. He can get a job on his football. Twenty six years old. The fifth grade is the best three years of his life, Joe. Yeah. 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 All right, Joe. Merry All right, Joe. Later. Merry Christmas, Joe. Merry Christmas. I don't remember predicting LSU being 10. I know I did. I don't need. I, I don't But Joe wants you to predict these things before we, we even uh, get to look at the recruiting well, that's, so, that's so he can nail you if you're wrong. And Garrett Nussmeyer, we got to watch him play in the bowl, see if he's ready to go. I like that this kid's getting to play in the bowl. Uh, I think Alabama ought to say, you know what, we know what Jalen Milrow can do. No, this is play Ty Simpson in the semifinal. I'm just kidding. Uh, but if I was in a regular bowl, I probably would play my backup uh, if I had an established guy. So I'm to see how he could. Now you're not going to do that in um, in the obviously semifinal game. We had a guy in the app uh, message here. Um, yeah. Let's see, Johnny G. Uh, Johnny, come on. Why doesn't someone recruit a bunch of two star low post players? And dominate the leagues would this work? No, because two stars aren't good enough. Uh, nope. You got to have talent, uh, talent. So those guys would dominate the two stars. All right, let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Talked with Bob the other day. Prince Glover and Hayes, outstanding attorneys. 
attorneys that know the law, know the changes in the law, can help you if you run into a problem. If you have an accident that did, need, did not need to happen and you need some help over that uh, problem that you have, whether it be on the highways, whether it be uh, in the neighborhood, or kin folks, I hope not, but wherever it might be, uh, Prince Clover and Hayes can visit with you on the telephone. You can give them your uh, detailed information about what happened. They can give you uh, the best way to handle it and probably come by 701 Rice Mine Road and visit with those attorneys because they've, they've been all over the southeast. They'll do a terrific job for you. Three four five one two three four Prince Clover and Hayes. And Grant Nelson just missed another three, Justin. You list the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things looking pretty good on the roadways as we wind up our morning drive. Now, if you do see conditions folks need to hear about, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end clearance is on now at Towns and Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss the deals. I'm Captain Ray. Need to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Then subscribe to our YouTube channel for exclusive content on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Mario Duck, Coach Saban, uh, obviously... Last uh, night, uh, had practice going on, but still took time because recruiting never stops. Um, even Hugh Freeze was talking about uh, it went late into the night, people trying to flip guys and you trying to flip them and these people. Uh, he didn't like doing these types of things, but you have to, and these people in this conference uh, are very good. But uh, Alabama pretty much uh, landed everybody. Won't they end up getting uh, the running back from uh, Tuscaloosa County yeah. High who uh, – Flipped uh, from Miami. I don't, you know, once Alabama offered, I think that was pretty much a, a done deal there. Here's the opening statement from Coach uh, yesterday. We just got off the practice field. So prepping for practice, prepping for a game, um, trying to finish uh, this part of recruiting at least. There's still some other guys out there that we're obviously interested in and uh, maybe signing in the next few days or some guys that'll wait till February. But you know, we're really pleased with the class. Um, got a lot of good players. Got a lot of mid-year guys. Um, you know, which I think is you know really important or helpful in their development. Um, you know, this is a product of a lot of hard work by a lot of people. I think our coaching staff did a really good job. But you know, the people who support us in the university community um, do a great job. Whether it's the academic the university community. Uh, our folks in academics, all the people that work in athletic administration, uh, all these people work really, really hard at, at helping us putting together uh, a really, really good class. So, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited about these players. I'm not going to go through them, you know, individually or anything like that. But, um, you know, some of them are here. I think we've got several guys that are already practicing. We've got a few more guys that may join us later. And, um you know, I think there's a total of maybe 19 mid-year guys or something like that. So that, that's probably a really good thing. From a practice standpoint, um, you know, players had good energy and enthusiasm today. Uh, nice enough to go outside, 
So, you know, the focus is still on, you know, excellence is not free. You know, you got to pay the price uh, up front and uh, there's a price to pay for it. And working on fundamentals, finishing plays, pushing yourself through, um, focusing on blocking, tackling, taking care of the ball, a lot of things that um, we need to pay attention to detail to try to, you know, get our, 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 our momentum back, you know, as a team and our confidence back so that everybody's playing together. And we got um, great understanding of what we need to do to have a chance to play winning football when the game comes. All right. Uh, any comment on that? Uh, pretty, pretty general stuff there. Yeah, it is general stuff. It just, it's always a concern when you lay off a month, everything in the world bothers you. Uh, you don't necessarily show it. You try to be a po- have a positive deal, but it, it it bothers you as to you know whether they're ready to go uh, conditioning wise. Uh, if they got their mind on the game, you know it just it just stuff just bothers you because you hadn't done it for a you hadn't done it for a month, a long time from between your last game and your and your next one. And it's to me, it's not easy. To go back and say we've got to start back blocking, start back working on our tackling, start back, start back, start back. Um, you know, there, there are some coaches who don't, don't don't start back. They start back by doing something with the offense, total the total game, the offense, the total defense, rather than breaking it down. I think coach does it differently. He breaks the fundament, fundamentals down before he gets to the team stuff, and I and I guess that's one of the reasons he's so successful. Um, all right, uh, Justin, do this for me. Um, there was two questions about Julian saying uh, who's here, um, and Coach answered both. We'll play both of his answers uh, here about uh, Julian, and then I would think, Dad, you got whew, you know you got Milro coming back, uh, you got Ty Simpson, you got Eli Holstein and Dylan Lonergan, who's been in the program now for a year. Uh, they're probably evaluating Julian saying as well, seeing how the coaches interact with him. Uh, we know Milrow will be the starter uh, next year, but those guys, and they probably won't know, but uh, I mean, that's a lot of quarterbacks. Uh, there's no way all those quarterbacks are coming back. Maybe one of those guys can go through the spring, I guess, and kind of see where the, where the pecking order yeah, is and then, yeah. then go. Uh, but uh, those guys are all – I mean, they pull for one another, but, I mean, come on. We all want to play. We're looking at each other. So I'm sure they're evaluating him and seeing where he is. Uh, Let's play what he said there. And then, Dad, I want to see how you would handle it uh, with this hot shot freshman that they say was the best quarterback. Yeah. uh, One of the best he's at Coach Saban's ever signed. Mm -hmm. Uh, So those guys hear (laughs) all that. Let's hear what they said about Julian saying. Yeah, Julian is outstanding, you know player a ball comes out of his hand really nice he's accurate he's smart uh he's had a great you know high school career and um been one of the best players most productive players in the country on a very consistent basis and um we like him a lot and uh i think as all players i tell all players you know you really got to focus on your development Uh, that's the most important thing what are you going to become and uh i think he's got the right mindset to do that Yeah, well, you know, we don't get under center a whole bunch, but it's something that, um, you know, we want to be able to do, and we want the quarterback to be comfortable doing. So, you know, anybody that's done that in high school or grew up doing it, it's a natural thing for them. So I think it's good. I think it's a good thing that um, 
they're not just one dimensional as a player and then they're uncomfortable doing new things that you have to do because I'm sure wherever anybody goes, there's going to be new things at every position that they have to learn to do and grow comfortable, you know, learning. But um, that's one thing that's pretty huge for a quarterback. All right. So well, he traveled with the team to the to the bowl. Yes. Yes. Be going home. <laughs> He'd be going home. Yeah. Uh, now he. I don't think they dress, but I do because I remember uh, Wilkin Formby. Uh, was a local kid here. I think he practiced with them, and then he got to go to the bowl, and he was actually laughing with Jack about all the bowl money they get and all the stuff that they get. Uh, so I do think they go. I could pretty sure about that. Uh, if you're one of these other quarterbacks' parents, mm-hmm. uh, the quarterback, are you really listening to Coach Saban's words yeah. uh, as to what he says uh, to kind of see what you think yeah. is my – or do you go sit down with Coach? And Coach is going to – tell you, look, guys, you're going to have to win it on the field. Like, you know, we were obviously comfortable with Jalen, but uh, the other competition is going to be open. But there's a lot of guys there, well, and you only play the, one. The way to handle that is you do both. You listen to what he says, and then you, as his dad, or as a, he and the dad, you're going to be looked at, uh, offered from a distance, a guy like Ty Simpson probably is going to be looked at. And these assistant coaches who look at the transfer portal every day, they're saying to themselves, I'll bet you $50 this quarterback over here at so-and-so might be going to leave. Check that out for me. You know, not necessarily Alabama, anywhere. But they're on top of things, whether that, whether they've announced they're leaving or not. They've got an idea as to what's going on with the positions that they need. And uh, it's not a deal where you just pick up the paper and say, oh, Joe Blow went going in the transfer portal. They they have an idea how many quarterbacks LSU has, Alabama has, Auburn has, all those kinds of things. That's that's part of the that's part of the gimmick to to get this done. It's it's, it's it ain't easy. Well, let me ask you this. Uh Shane Beamer yeah. mm-hmm. uh came out and said now he obviously J C said they're comfortable the guy they have there, but he says these quarterbacks that have gotten in the portal, they all want me to guarantee them they're going to start. And he said, you know, I, I can't guarantee. I mean, it would be fair to the other kids to, he didn't say it just like this, to guarantee yeah, you're going to start. Yeah. Uh, but did you ever guarantee a guy if he signed he'd start? No, I didn't. I don't think I ever did. They said I, they said I did it to Watley. You should have. But uh, I can't remember. Uh, it's a little bit different it, than the quarterback. Well, though. if we don't, if you don't, I tell you what, if, if you don't start, it's not your fault. It's mine. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't think I. I, uh, I, I never. I was asked that question of some. Uh, am I going to start? And uh, well, we're wide open at that spot. You know what you would say. We wouldn't be here recruiting. Here's what you would say. You say this all the time. (laughs) Justin, write this down. I got a bad habit of playing the best players. Yeah. And surely you're going to be one of the best players, right? Unless the kid going to say no. Yeah. Well, if he says no, then you ain't got no confidence in yourself. Why should I start you? Yeah. Uh, It's like when you want a guy to transfer, you bring him in and you say, say, hey, is playing time important to you? I did that. There's no right answer for him at this point, Justin, if you want him to leave. If he says yes, you say, well, 
you're never going to play here. Uh, there's too many guys ahead. If he says no, then who wants the guy? The who wants a guy on their team that playing time's not important to him? So the guy can't yeah. get the answer right. Uh, that's a, he that's brought a, one in. And he said, "Coach, you just give me a I guarantee." And he and he played. Yeah, uh, unless you work for Dave Odom, and then he says, "You tell me, Coach, we got to have that scholarship. Like we got to have it." Well, then you got to you got to go in there and take a scholarship. Like, wait a minute, you're the one making a million dollars, so I got to bring him in oh, yeah. and tell him you can't come back. Yeah, That's he, he would make us do it. Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh. Yeah. It wanted to be perfect. Yeah, he didn't want to be. Well, I, I wanted to keep you, but the assistants said that you had to go. All right, we'll take the last break. Squeeze in another phone call or two before the Christmas season. We're going to kick off our Christmas season. I got to travel. We'll be out of town tomorrow. So I'll be there tonight. Um, so you need to – what's that Mexican place in downtown Florida? They might take our team there after the game. You know the name yeah, of Yeah, it? uh, it's right there, not, right next to Troll Bridges. Yeah, we're, uh, we're actually staying at that Hampton Inn right there downtown. So you know, it's tied That's 100, on Court Street. 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things looking pretty good on the roadways as we wind up our morning drive. Now, if you do see conditions folks need to hear about, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end clearance is on now at Towns and Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss the deals. I'm Captain Ray. Catch Christian and Corey Miller every weekday here on Tide 100.9. Christian Miller from the Miller's Edge here, and make sure you join us tomorrow, Thursday, as we continue to talk about signing day, Alabama, how they ended up finishing, continue to talk about Michigan, Alabama in the Rose Bowl, and more right here on Tide 100.9. Tune in 11 to noon to hear Christian and Corey Miller break down everything from college to the pros on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama sports. At 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partly to mostly sunny today. Tuscaloosa's high 57. Tonight, mostly fair, not as cold as recent nights. The low at 36. Or tomorrow and Saturday, partially sunny both days. The high tomorrow is 60. The high Saturday at 66. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 32 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. As everybody's... uh... New Year kicks in. Uh, we need to pick up some advertising. I got to get out and get some. But uh, New Year's kicking in here in January. Got the budgets, uh, all budgets, all fresh. So if you want to advertise on Inside the Locker Room, just shoot us an email, wimpandberry at yahoo.com. We got a met app message here from Tony out in Oklahoma. Uh, very nice. Morning, guys. Great show. Merry Christmas to you both. Your show is always something special because it's not the same old boring stuff like most other shows are on here. I don't know about that. But uh, thanks again, uh, Tony from Oklahoma. Uh, Tony's always, doesn't call enough. Uh, When Tony calls, he's always very, uh, very nice to us. So Merry Christmas to you, uh, Tony. And we appreciate uh, the nice app message. Uh, Justin, uh, what you got planned for Christmas? Uh, we won't see you again till Tuesday. 
Yeah, I'm actually driving up to Nashville um, Saturday morning, and we're going to go, me and my, my littlest brother are going to go watch the Titans and the Seahawks play on Christmas Eve. Nice. We'll drive back and uh, get get back back in bed before Santa does his trip. There you go. Uh, the Titans and the Seahawks. Uh, where are the Titans building that new stadium? Uh, they're building a new stadium up there somewhere. I have no idea. I, I actually went to Broadway in Nashville for the first time about two weeks ago. Um I think it's right there next to it, next to the, the current one. Now, are you staying up in Florence tonight? I am. Where are you staying? Well, I don't know the name of the place. I'm going to, uh, uh, I think I'm going to take Sam with me. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And I've got to get the right place there. Yeah. I've got a little bit of a problem there. Yeah. I know where you're staying. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, <clears throat> We want to miss everybody a Merry Christmas. Tomorrow we'll have a best of uh, show, so you'll get to hear us. Just won't hear us uh, live, but uh, we're going to be traveling, and uh, we want everybody to have a Merry Christmas. Justin, thanks to you and uh, Noah, who's not here this morning, but taking great care of us uh, throughout Appreciate the year. Appreciate Justin. Uh, thanks. Thank you, guys. Uh, everybody have a Merry Christmas. Uh, have a safe time if you're traveling. Just a safe time going up to uh, Nash, Vegas. Enjoy it up there. The Gary Harris Show is next, so keep it locked in. You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Have a great weekend and a Merry Christmas, everybody.